Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord. This is the day that the Lord had made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. If you are listening to my voice, it means that you are alive and it is time for you to give him praise. Let me say that I thank you so much for taking the time out to listen to these devotions. I I try my best to just share the word with friends and loved ones and they in return share it with their friends and loved ones. So we thank you for taking the time to listen uh, to the devotion and we trust that these devotions are helping you in your spiritual walk with the Lord. The songwriter wrote that beautiful number. The title is, I Rather Have Jesus. He said, I rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I rather be his than have riches untold. I rather have Jesus than houses or land. I rather be led by his nail-paced hand than to be the king of a vast domain and be held in sin, dread, sway. I rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. I trust that that too is your testimony, that you would rather have Jesus more than anything else in this world. And I would even add more than anyone else in this world. I want to call your attention to a portion of scripture that is found in Matthew the 19th chapter and the 16th verse. Matthew chapter 19 and verse 16. The Bible said, and behold, one came and said unto him, Good master, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? Look at that question. He thought that eternal life comes about by doing good. So he asked the question. Verse 17 said, And he said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandments. He said unto him, Which, Jesus said, Thou shalt do no mother. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. The young man said unto him, All these things have I kept from my youth up. What lack I yet? Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell that thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. When the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that a rich man shall hardly enter into the kingdom of heaven. And again I say unto you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Wow. When his disciples heard it, they were exceedingly amazed. Mm. Saying, who then shall be saved? But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. 
Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and follow thee. What shall we have therefore? And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the generation when the Son of Man shall sit in the kingdom of his glory, ye shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And every one that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, shall receive a hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. But many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. As I thought of this portion of scripture, I thought of sharing a little bit with you on this for the next few mornings. And we are going to be looking at a subject. I've given a title to this, and it is too much to give up now. Too much to give up now. There are many today who feel that in order for them to trust the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, that they would have to give up some things that they hold on to in this lifestyle. And for them, it is too much to give up. So we're going to look at this portion of scripture and see someone with the very same attitude. Throughout the gospel, you find people putting themselves at the feet of Jesus. And I've learned that those who have placed themselves there often walk away better than when they got there. From among, you find one by the name of Jarius. If you go to Mark chapter 5, and we read from verse 21 down to verse 24, you would find the Bible says, And when Jesus was passed over again by ship unto the other side, many people gathered unto him, and he was nigh unto the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the ruler of the synagogue, Jarius by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet, and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thrown him. What a beautiful picture. If you go to verse number 35 of that same chapter of Mark, and we read from verse 35 to about verse number 43, we'll see, While he yet spake, there came from the rule of the synagogue how certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master and the father? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the rule of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and seeth the turmoil, and them that wept wail greatly. And when he was coming, he said unto them, Why make ye this ador and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and he entered in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and he said, Talitur, Kumai, which is being interpreted, Dancel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the dancel arose and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years. 
and they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it and commanded that something should be given to her. Jairus came in contact with Jesus. He was at his feet. Wow, he walked away different. If you go to John's gospel and we read there, or even before we go to John, we may not have time for it all this morning. But if we go to Mark in the seventh chapter and we look at verse 25 to about verse number 30, the Bible says, For a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell at his feet, and she was a Greek, Sir Phoenician by nature. And she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. And Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meet to take the children bread and to cast it unto dogs. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord. Yet the dogs under the table eat of the children crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. Isn't it amazing that whenever one finds him or herself at the feet of Jesus, they always walk away better than when they came. But as I look at this account, as far as I can remember, this man is the only one who found himself at Jesus' feet and went away worse than he came. All those who humbled themselves as to kneel before him went away glad. But as I look at this text, this man went away sad. Hmm. As I look at this account, I must say, this man went away sad. Why? Because he had much. And he thought that what he had was too much to give up for what the Lord wanted. Come back with me tomorrow morning, God spare our lives, and I will share with you a little more from this text in regards to this matter of too much to give up. May I ask you, what is it that the Lord is asking you to give up and to become his child that you think is too much? What does it profit a man if he would gain the whole world and lose his own soul? That's a question for all of us. Our Father, thank you so much. Continue to use your word. Thanks for the privilege of being able to share your word. Have your way with us now. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.